Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. All right, my talkers, happy, happy hump day. We're hanging out with Lori and Julia here, hour number two, and it looks like we're going into some big fashion talk here. Quite a day for the fashion world going on right now. Huh? I got to ask Julia what she uh, takes it to be. So Kim Kardashian stars in Mark Jacobs' new ad campaign. So we'll see this in maybe the September issues of different yep, magazines. Yep, yep. Um, but she's posing all of her companions, and we posted this through, are whimsical but gigantic inflatables. Oh, okay. That's kind of she's not responsible for that. No, that's the that's the ad, you know, the ad company. I know, and, I know, but I'm just like wondering I, what, are, what are the inflatables like? Well, like big beach shoes balls or shoes. Big or, shoes. She's got a <laughs> pair of the white platform boots that Lady Gaga would always walk yeah. around in, but she's laying down on them because Kim would not be able to walk. She's so little. She's too little. Yeah, she yep, wouldn't be able. Yep. So she's laying down. She's. Uh, Wearing polka dotted uh, uh, outfits and um, uh, fans are mixed about uh, in looking at the Instagram Mark Jacobs page for comments. You know, wow, what a relevant idea. Have Kim Kardashian pose. Somebody check on uh, Courtney. (laughs) Can I tell you? Can I tell you why that's brilliant? She gets so many clicks and links. She has such a big following. Um, Good. Good on them. I'm d- you know the what I fashion mean? is she went through a machine. Did you see that yesterday on Instagram? Okay, that is so gross. Okay. She is that that is So what d- it was is it looked like an MRI machine, yeah. but it's like a pre anything machine that you go through like an MRI and you pay out of pocket, I'm sure, a gob of money, but it can tell you what you're predisposed to have, what that conditions. That is such a rich lady thing. I know. Well that's mm-hmm. what I was saying, but how uh, you know Mm-hmm. Just, I don't know. It's kind of an interesting thing. I thought it's just she always has bad timing sometimes for some of her. Sure. But hey it- guys, just wanted to share this new cool thing that you could do for only twenty five hundred dollars. You can go through a machine, yeah, and it'll tell you if you're predisposed for some diseases. I don't know. Anyway, okay. I, the whimsical inflatables I felt was saying something about something. When what you look a, at it. What am I missing? Well, she's she's an inflatable type of looking woman. Oh, right. Her, her she's a figure is so... You're saying so, she's a blow-up doll and she's with her blow-up family? Yeah, basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> basically. Mm-hmm. Did anyone ask for a new Victoria's Secret campaign? What's happening? <laughs> Here's the thing I find so interesting. Boy, they brought back everybody. Giselle, Naomi, Adrian Lima. They're wanting us Candace. to pay attention again. Oh, I they guess. Are. They're wanting us because during the COVID yoga pants and no bra stage. Well, they, a lot of people. They they had uh they had a lot of controversy leading up to twenty twenty. Yes. With the ownership of it, models walking away from it. Um I mean Giselle and Naomi haven't been associated with Victoria's Secret since 2005. Oh, they're really... All right, they must have made some big money to get these people to come back. 
That's what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, Candace uh, was the longest running Victoria's Secret Angels. She stuck with them until the show was canceled in 2019. And she didn't have all the modeling gigs or celebrity boyfriends that the other ones right. had. Right, but they paid some money, man. They got it. They Remember be- getting, I mean, I, mm-hmm. I used to love going in Victoria's Secret. That was a fun place to shop. They probably, you have you have a special size breast. But I liked, I liked going in there because I thought I liked, they had fun. Like, I like their underwear. I love their, some of their perfumes. Pajamas. I pajamas. Like pajamas. Yeah, the whole pink line. Which would have been huge right now with Barbie, you know? I knew someone who wore a 32 double D and she preferred the Victoria's Secret double D bras. Mm-hmm. They were good bras. Yeah. So I, I still have some bras from. Yeah. VS. So anyway, they would like people to get back to shopping yes. there. They've hired some of the best yeah. supermodels. Yeah. Good for it. them. Good anyway. for them. Um, speaking of. Um, blow up dolls. Blow up dolls. No, but mm-hmm. did you watch the end of Hijack yet? <laughs> yeah, I did. But don't give it away for people. Okay, but did you think that the intense final It wasn't as good as the, the one landing? before. No, that's kind of what I've been reading about. It's not as good as the penultimate the, one. But I have to say... I love that show. We would like more Sam. I would love more Sam. Sam. Idris Elba, I uh-huh. would love. Did you think it stuck the landing, Grant? I did. I thought I it, thought was, it was a good it land- ending. Me, it, it left me on a definite... What what are we going to do now? You yeah. Know, I, Were you aspect. surprised at the reason for the hijacking? Yeah. 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 I did not see that coming. Mm-hmm. Did you see that coming? No, it not at clever, all. It was clever. It was very clever. Yeah. And I th- felt like it might be giving people ideas. So I always get scared about that. <laughs> good right. I do get, no, yeah. good I do yeah. think about that, but g- getting that many people on, you know, I'm not going to give it away. It's a right. great, because my friends last night, we played pickleball and they were saying, Okay, now what do I? What should I be watching? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, um, "Drops of God." Yes, is so good on Apple Plus. The hijack, heady world of fine wine. It's it's mm-hmm. something, and Hijack was great. Mm-hmm. You know, two diff, just different ones to put out there. Yeah, the Lincoln Lawyer. One of them hadn't heard about. So it's you know, yeah, good shows. I'm I'm seeing a lot of articles. What to watch when you've watched everything. But so we haven't watched everything. We haven't, but we're going to start seeing more and more and more of that. Yeah, we you know, will be. We will with be the strike, sure. which is 100 days today. Yeah. Wow, 100 yep. days. Yep, the strike. Ooh. The Hollywood strike matches the 100-day mark of the last writer's strike in 2007 and 2008. Mm. It hit its 100th day. Yeah. I check every day to see if anything's changed. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, listen, we will make some breathing room for random thoughts because I'm sure you're going to dazzle us once again. Well, would anything less? Would anything you expect less. anything less from me? That's we'll true. be right back. It's Lori and Julia. Lori and Julia here with Ann Tressler of Tressler Law. Here's an interesting question from one of our listeners, Ann. She wants to know, can I stop my spouse from divorcing me? Well, the simple answer is no. <laughs> Because we're a no-fault divorce state and you don't need a reason for a divorce, if one party wants a divorce and the other does not, the divorce will move forward. Unfortunately, these are things that you have to deal with, and that's when sometimes we're dealing with the emotional aspect. We have a lot of clients where we have to work through that to get to the point where they're understanding and engaged to get 
to a good settlement and accept what's going to happen. Since she didn't want the divorce, can she make her spouse pay her attorney's fees? Not necessarily. The basis to ask for the other party to pay your attorney's fees is legally under need-based or conduct-based, and both are established on a case-by-case basis. Boy, there's a lot of details with a divorce, and so this is why you should go see Ann Tressler. For a free one-hour divorce consultation, go to TresslerLaw.com or use my talk keyword, divorce. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Okay, apparently none of us won a lottery overnight. And um, I've been playing them, you know, for $5 for the past few times. And I'm going to quit now. Yeah. Because that's a whopping $15. A $2 ticket in Neptune Beach. I know. Florida. And Neptune Beach always reminds me of Veronica Mars. Yes, I know. Because they lived in Neptune. Um, But here's here's just a fact. Mm -hmm. You're more likely to be killed by a vending machine... Related accident than win the lottery, yeah, and that that one that one just kind of puts strong. it in place for me. Like okay, sure but it would <laughs> still we all still you know sometimes it would be fun. Um, good news, but bad news, but good news. Um, it's what? not it's not good news at all. But because Sandra Bullock's um, partner has passed away from ALS donations to ALS. Mm. Um, it, it was uh, Brian Randall was her partner's uh, after his three-year fight with the disease. Um, according to reports, donations are up 500% from this time last year. Wow. So a lot of people yeah. are um, reaching out. And we'll talk more about that later. But Octavia Spencer was good friends with them. And Josh Holloway and his wife were good friends with Sandra, Sandy, they all call her, mm-hmm. and Ryan. Um, and a lot of people responding to Octavia Spencer's post about... Um, Brian, the man that passed, so many ALS people responded to it. Like they just lost someone. I mean, you know, it, yeah. There's it's just uh, it was I, Julia. I in the obituaries on Sunday, I always see at least one or two ALS. Yeah, yeah that um, just made me. And I always just, I always just think, oh, that's oh, the family. So hard, mm-hmm. so hard. All right, so here's what I want to know. What you want to know first? Um, what? <laughs> Again, uh, you're talking in riddles today. I'm a riddler. <laughs> I'm the riddler. Okay. okay, so this is just the latest and the greatest, and only because I got it from my electric company did I want to share it with you guys. Um, and this is from my company that I use power for in Wisconsin. Okay? Uh, dear member, scams are on the rise. Every day there's something. One example is the past due scam in which members, like they're members of their co-op, their electric co-op, are getting calls from an 800 numbers that looks like it's, I'll just say, East Central Energy. Mm-hmm. Um, phone number, wide, and then it says in parentheses, widely available spoofing software allows crooks to display what appears to be official number on caller IDs. So I, it would be like getting a call from Excel Energy. Like you use them, that's your power company. and Except they never call. Right? But they threaten to cu- cut off your power. So enough people older community have been scammed by this and they just said it's it's a scam it's a big scam but anyone can make themselves look like us now right but the, always remember that if you owe money to somebody mm-hmm. they send you a letter mm-hmm. they don't call exactly so that's, and that's always, just a big but like, and also don't like is this julia cobbs 
Someone ever calls and says that, just hang up the phone. Yeah. Never confirm that you're that person. And I've the, done it, that like an idiot before. Yeah, yeah, and they'll demand payment on a Duh. debit card or they'll demand... Um, and again, is, just know yeah. that someone uh, someone you owe money to doesn't call you. They have and, to notify you by letter. Right, yeah. and it's yeah. weird because, you know, everything tries to be paperless, like with all your bills and stuff, but yet... You know, letter that has to be in a letter. It has to come to you in a letter. Thank you. Thank you for knowing that. Yes. I'm impressed. I'm impressed. I watch all those scam things whenever they're on the morning shows. And I just learned that one about never confirming your name. Right. So if someone calls you as this, because you used to say this is she. Yeah. God, I do that now. No. I'm just feel stupid. And you don't ever gets, pick up a phone number that you don't know. They can leave you a message. Yeah. And then you but could, if someone says, is this, you know, Grant, and you just hang up on them because what happens if you verify just that, then you, that your phone number, oh, this is a good one for targeting for calls for something else. Absolutely. I want to tell, mm-hmm. I want to tell you that today is National Book Lover's Day. Thank goodness. And um, we love them every day. But the book that we had on yesterday, Mm -hmm. The Keeper of Hidden Books, her book just made the New York Times bestseller list today and the USA Today's uh, bestseller. So I just wanted to share that. So that was really fun. And she's such an amazing author whose name I can't even remember right now. Oh, Madeline Madeline. Martin. That's it. Madeline MM. MM. Now, this is interesting to me. And Lori, you you don't bite your nails. You just keep them. You're a picker. You're I a nail them. picker. Yeah, because you don't trim. You pick. Yeah. You're a picker. I, I, um, I, 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 I rip. Yeah, you're a ripper <laughs> and a picker. So this this is a new study that can help you if you're a biter if, from your nails. And the you try to replace your habit by gently running your fingertips across your forearm. After six weeks, over 50% of nail biters... Um, Weren't biting their nails, and basically, what it is, it's a habit replacement. Is there something good online that you want to read instead of talk to me? Mm-hmm. I was seeing what people were saying about your Bookstagram post, and people just want to know what the filter is you used on that video. Seriously, yeah. I was so the ex- effect filter. Oh, I was so excited yes. to put the filter on. What camera filter are you girls? Isn't using? it amazing? Just because I was like, you, That's so we funny. did and do a bookstagram post We did a bookstagram today. post today of our bookshelf upcoming books. And so I found, you know, boy, I'm so talented. I can add a filter now. Hey. Right, back to habit replacement. Yes. Because this one, I bite my nails sometimes and I only bite them basically when they get ripped a little bit and they get weak. So you do, um, they t- tested this out on a ton of nail biters, but you lightly stroke your forearm. Don't scratch it. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Run it up and down or in circles. And what happens is you're doing, by doing this, you're adding to your dopamine. It, it, this, for some reason, this technique gives you a similar dopamine hit. You get to biting your nails. Hmm. I, I, I can't say that uh, I you believe will... this at all. Mine's nerves. It's always watching sports. Yeah. I don't even catch myself. And then I'm yeah. like, oh, what am I doing? I hate it. I twirl it. my hair. Yeah. Twirls, my mom I'm, twirls, too. I grind She'll my read. Teeth. My mom will read and twirl, twirl the whole time. I'm going to have to start wearing a mouth guard. You um, to play tennis and things, so if I yeah. don't have gum, I'm a grinder. Yep, I'm a grinder. Mm-hmm, but so, too. all right, everyone does their thing. But if you're a nail biter, right, this is we'll just try. It, it can't hurt. Yeah, I'll try it. Oh god, to make out with yourself, hold your own hand, <laughs> and then rub your back or rub <laughs> something rub else wherever feels good. Rub where you want. Okay, god. so um, Spotify <laughs> searched a hundred thousand different wedding party, wedding music, just married playlists mm-hmm. to come up with the top ten mm-hmm. that are on the wedding playlist. Uptown Funk. It is not it. What? Whoa. I want to dance with somebody by Whitney Houston. Mm. Okay. Happy birthday, Whitney! She would have been sixty. She would have been sixty today. Sexy. Very. She would have been. Marry You by Bruno Mars. Okay, yeah, that's great. And Bruno Mars um, and his co-writers wanted to capture the feeling in that song the next time you listen to it of a spontaneous and alcohol-fueled Las Vegas wedding. Mm -hmm. That's That's a great song. That's what he wants. Yeah, by Usher Mm -hmm. and Little John and Luda. Mm -hmm. Um, Shut Up and Dance Mm -hmm. by Walk the Moon. Mm -hmm. And that... and Perfect by Ed Sheeran, who's going to be in town, if you were lucky enough to win the tickets. Someone, remember someone won them? And I, at the state? Yeah. Because remember, he's playing at the yep. state. Yeah, on Friday. Friday. Uh-huh. And U.S. Bank on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, Thinking Out Loud is another one by Ed Sheeran. Mm-hmm. Crazy in Love by Beyonce yes. and Jay-Z. Mr. Brightside by The Killers. And uh, Wanna Be by The Spice Girls. And Dancing Queen by ABBA. Oh, all Dancing good Queen. Songs all, dance, all, all good songs. And Mr. Brightside's frontman uh, Brandon Flowers said uh, that song is based on a run-in with his cheating girlfriend. Mm. I was asleep and I knew something was wrong. Oh. I went down. I went to the Crown and Anchor, a Las Vegas Vegas pub, mm-hmm. and my girlfriend was there with another guy. Oh God! Mm-hmm. Oh. I want to see you, Mr. Brightside. All right. Um, if you were one of the Brightside, yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. If you're one of the ten thousand people who agreed to legally change their name to the name Subway, ten thousand people responded on time to Subway's wow. quest. Oh gosh! Um, they're only going to pick one. Oh, ten thousand people responded in ninety-six hours to get free Subways for life. For life. For life. Oh God! Oh. That's actually kind of worth mm-hmm. it if you do the math. Really? If you're, well, sub it now. You talking yeah. to sub is like well, twelve, thirteen bucks. And food a day. is so expensive. So think yeah. getting a free one every day. That would let me. You could get some vegetables in there. You could get some oh, fats. Julia, if one of your kids came to you and said they entered a contest to change but their legally, name to Subway, you would have. And they Subway will pay this person that they choose. They'll pay all the legal stuff yes, to change mm. the processing fee, and that is a B I T C H. And I only refer to you and someone else I know. Yeah, don't forget to get your name changed back in a divorce decree. If you change if you your name. It. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a real pain in the butt. Pain in the butt. All right. Other things, Lori? Mm-hmm. Um, the first lesbian kiss, when do you think it happened? Oh, it, it probably 
not long after Eve got away from Adam. <laughs> it was on LA Law in 1991. Oh, you meant in television. I meant in television. I thought you just oh, meant I didn't, in general. Oh, I, was like, that is a general. I didn't word that I didn't very word it right. Well. The first lesbian kiss on TV was on LA Law in 1991, mm. starring Susan Day. Such a good show. And Harry Hamlin. Yeah. Where's Susan Day? Yeah. She's always crabby. I don't know. <laughs> Just because David Cassidy didn't like her on the Partridge family. Yeah. Well, well he knew. I I can't be a boyfriend and my sister mm-hmm. on the show. Mm-hmm. And she begged. Yeah. Well, I would have too. I would have too. Mm-hmm. I would have too. Rest in peace. I would have I had to wear knee pads. I David would Cassidy. So. <laughs> <laughs> Ending on that note. There you go. I have to say something. You have a better chance of whis- winning all those things from our listen and win rewards than you do of getting hit and damaged by a vending machine. <laughs> that is and true. we talked about that. Yeah. And, and yeah. So I think. Dying from a vending machine. Dying from it? a vending machine. You have a better chance. I mean, we give away a lot of stuff every month. If Very you good stuff. Listen on the app. Speaking of giving away, if you're the seventh caller, 651-641-1071, and you can go Tuesday, August 29th, you're going to get a pair of tickets to see the Lumineers at Somerset Amphitheater. And James Bay is opening the show. And it's they're an in the all, news. It's an all-ages show. Yeah. So 651-641-1071. The and, Lumineers are yeah. in the news? Well, I saw this today and I thought, oh, the Lumineers are in the news because they're collaborating on a song with Zach Bryan. Oh, and um, he's in town tonight. Is, where Zach is Bryan, he tonight? He's at Target Center oh, tonight. Right. Yeah. How can people? Yeah. Really? Big okay, show. so yeah. Zach Bryan shared in his um, notes mm-hmm. on Instagram um, thank you at the Lumineers. The admiration started when I was 16 and hasn't stopped since. Aww. Some of the kindest people I've ever had the pleasure of talking to, Lumineers front man Wesley Schultz added, he's honored to do this sick tune with Brian. They're super excited. It's going to be coming out soon. So that, yeah, right? they're, they're very, they're a fun band. The vibe, the sense you get from them when they're playing on stage is just like, they're really having fun. Right. And they remind me of like Trampled by Turtles that way, or they just seem happy. Like they all are like just... like those happy people. Well, yeah, not like over in, you know, Lizzo now has gotten more bad oh, news. Oh, Listen to this. Oh. Um, did we wish Whitney Houston a happy 60 birthday? You already did. Okay, she would have been 60. You've already said this. Oh, jeez. Anyway. And if you um, get hit by a vending machine, right. you have a better chance of dying from a right. vending machine than winning the, the lottery. Um, now, People Magazine has a follow-up story to Lizzo's story. I mean, I want her to have a better crisis management team because I am very worried about what is happening to her career, um, because now People Magazine in this week's issue has a story, and there's six other dancers that have come forward that have come forward saying that uh, you know they too experience a hostile work environment. Basically, the sexually charged environment that the three other dancers said that is like go- going to different shows when they right. were on the European right. tour. And not being compensated. Anyway, but six other dancers have now come forward. Roger Friedman, um, who last week, he was the one I went to, to see, you know, her record sales had collapsed. Lizzo was doing, on average, 2,000 streams a day right. of different songs. Last Thursday, it went down to 30. And radio airplay has stopped. Streaming has stopped. Lizzo has gone cold. 
And now, yesterday we learned that Jay-Z's festival, Made in America, due to severe circumstances beyond their control and after much deliberation, they canceled their whole concert for Labor Day weekend and Lizzo was the headliner. Yes. And she would have been the headliner. I mean, they wouldn't have canceled if all of this wasn't happening. And of course, you know, Lizzo has denied all the allegations and will litigate with the dancers, but she needs a team of crisis doctors. I can't believe... I. Mm. I mean, this has been a long time now. This is a week. Yes. This information's been out there. And not in her horrible response on Instagram. Sensationalized stories, which means they're true. It, but but I, in, in no empathy for people. I'm so sorry that people felt nothing. There's no empathy. There was no crisis management There was no PR. acknowledgement for anything. Because you could have done that and still... Protected your legal rights. That's right. Absolutely. Because at some point, I mean, people, people are alleging horrible things kind of about her and that. Not kind of. They they are are horrible. And this is her brand. Yes. And what was the word you used that why we're all so disappointed? Because we have a parasocial relationship with Lizzo, which means you feel like you know her. You feel this well, way about a lot of, of people. You know, yeah. we, we look at her, we're in Minnesota, yeah. and, you know, Minnesotans really love their own. And yeah. we, we've kind of, even though she's not from here, but she lived here, we have embraced her as one of, of us. A lot of people saw her for the first time. Yeah. yeah, this would be her first fan base. But again, these yep. <clears throat> dancers that worked for Lizzo or were part of the big, let's hear it for the big girls, the thing that they told People Magazine was that it was a sexually charged environment and you felt that if you didn't participate in some of this stuff you could not you could lose your favor kind of you'd lose your your job job. yeah Yeah, it would affect your job so and um when they asked when the interviewer for people asked some of the day well why you know you could have left earlier you why you know or come forward they said well we're we didn't want to lose our jobs i mean this is always the thing so ah this is all Anyway, I want her to have a big crisis team and try and help her figure out because this is really bad for her. It's tanking her career. And then her boyfriend, Mike White. Oh, tell me about him. He had a longtime girlfriend of 10 years who she went on the gram and told about how Lizzo met her, met Mike, like basically accusing Lizzo of stealing her her man. Serious. Mm. Oh, Lizzo. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, a 10-year relationship might have had nothing to do with it. But, you know, she's now also coming out with her story about um, that. Anyway, just like Ariana Grande. Jeez Louise and this uh, SpongeBob side piece guy, Ethan. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) SpongeBob side piece. (laughs) Well, that's what Uh, he's being called. Yeah, it's been like that for a while now. I just love it. The reason why SpongeBob's wife wouldn't go away quietly (laughs) is because Ariana and her husband went on double dates with SpongeBob and his wife. Met the wife, met the baby, like the Instagrams. Mm. Ariana's people have been telling her to back off. She's not listening. So her people keep running around trying to tell different outlets different things. Right now, the latest is that the relationship is still progressing, but she's giving them space. I'm like, no, you don't get a 
you don't get a prize for trying to keep. I don't know why this is fun with her. Her people must be going crazy. I think so. And then, and then, as for SpongeBob, he's taking things day by day and trying to keep his private life private out of respect for everyone. And I'm saying, you dumped your wife and kid for Ariana Grande, who revealed that you were her new man to People magazine. And your wife called page six to say that Ariana is a homewrecker. Your private life is gone. Oh, yeah. 100% by this. Adios. Anyway. Oh, so, gosh. yeah, that's going on. And then if you wanted to know something before Britney's book comes out, um, do you know Britney's song, Don't Hang Up? Does anyone remember that track? Mm, I'll pull it up. Pull it up. See what it says. I know Sam's excited. Her husband is excited for the book to come out. And he's in, you know, Special Ops, Lioness. Oh, he yeah, yes. He showed up in he the third, third episode. episode. You're right. Was God, he good? So good? That's another show that we haven't been, that one we haven't, haven't talked about for a while. I that's a good and one. And that's on? It's on Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. And he shows up. Lioness as, Special Ops. Yes. yes it's another yes. Tyler Sheridan show. Yeah. And and he's got a small part as a hunky guy. Um and we see him shirtless in a pool, and apparently we might see a little bit more of him. He's going to be like a, for sure, a secondary character. But he sure looks good without his shirt. He does. Yeah. And he didn't have that many lines that I recall. Do you find that song, Don't Hang Up? I, I cannot for the life of me place this I song. I can't either. Grant. What's that? Don't hang up. I'm listening to it right now. I'm just finding the right part to play it. Should oh, we play it right yeah, here? Yeah, play it. All right. Joshua Schwartz, who helped make the track with her, um, and that's from the album In the Zone. Yep. Uh, that song was about phone sex. She went on a dating spree and started seeing Colin Farrell. I remember her talking about how oh, she's wow. on the phone with him all the time, and that was something fun that they enjoyed. Oh, hey. Mm-hmm. So that's... That's, so you learned oh, that in the book, wow. huh? We're gonna no, get, I no. only learned that because uh, Joshua Schwartz. Oh, the, Schwartz. He he talked about it. Wasn't Joshua Schwartz part of the OC? Different one. Different one. Different okay. one. Thank this you. is a music producer. Okay. And uh, last week we heard that you know two Broadway musicals are in trouble. The Neil Diamond, yes. and Beautiful Noise. And the Britney Spears. And the Britney Spears, Once Upon a One More right. Time. Now the new numbers are out. Neil Diamond fans rallied a bit. Beautiful noise went up about 50,000, so maybe they'll sing that a little longer. But the Britney Spears show is on Death Watch. The show oh. is playing to half empty houses. Well, you know what? It the Cher show didn't succeed. It's it's all about, but Cher was behind that show. Britney could like she could do one little Instagram twirly dance about this if she wanted to just give it a little beep. A little bump. A little beep. A little bump. Just to, to early dance. Yeah. And have it on the back of your underwear. Go see and the back show to the Broadway. future overcame mixed review and is playing to full houses. Good. Mm-hmm. That makes me really happy. But overall, Broadway's having a pretty good summer and waiting for all the new shows this Well, fall. they're going to have, I mean, that's the only show in town, too. You're probably going to get some major people wanting to go to Broadway mm-hmm. who aren't acting on TV and movies who can sing. You got that right. Who won the Lumineer tickets? 
Our winner was Brittany from Foley, Minnesota, and she okay. was very excited. And oh, she she was going to call in sick that day. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't oh, ask her, but okay. she she did really she she enjoyed the comment at the end of Random Thoughts as well. Oh, <laughs> she was laughing when I picked up the phone. So. Oh dear. Uh, we had a good oh, chuckle dear. about that together. Was that the knee pad? <laughs> yes. Oh. <laughs> she thought that was hilarious. Oh well, so, we just can't. Oh, I know it. I'm it's, very. It's still it, hard to. Yes, we're. It's just. It's upsetting. Because it's been radio silence. She hasn't turned off any of her um, commenting things. And she hasn't really, there's been nothing except that more people keep coming forward. It's giving me deja vu of many other people, mm-hmm. you know, where stuff starts coming out. And I, I really do think like probably at the end of it all, she she just blurred the lines. She way blurred the yeah. lines between being a boss and being, the, you know, not not realizing the fraternizing, the stuff with the dancers can't make people go out and go to things or party or everyone. When the show everyone, is over, yep. everyone has their own time. Right. Yeah. Eek. Yeah. Eek. Eek. All right. Listen, we come back. Um, we didn't get to Hollywood speak this yesterday, but um, we're going to Hollywood uh, speak. Pretty boys are poisonous when Ooh. we come back. All right. Hollywood. is the meaning of this all right you have to follow up your pretty boys be oh. pretty boys statement whatever it was. okay there's a new book of poems that's going to be coming our way this fall it's titled pretty boys are poisonous megan kelly megan fox megan fox and mm-hmm. she captioned on a photo on instagram of the cover which features a mouth biting a snake here's what she writes these poems were written in an attempt to excise the illness that had taken root in me because of my silence. I spent my entire life keeping the secrets of men. My body aches from carrying the weight of their sins. I will expose the secrets of and sins of men in this poetry book. Oh, dear. <laughs> Oh, Megan Fox. So she got... Why not do a memoir? She got the okay to... Why not do a memoir? Well, because she's getting money to journal her poems that she's doing as she's working through the catharsis of being married to Brian Austin Green and then dating Machine Gun Kelly. Both (laughs) Narcissist to narcissist. Yeah, they both seem like exhausting men. Yeah, and... and, and, and she's she been with Brian Austin Green. Like she got together with him when she, she was, was like twenty one. Yeah. I mean, young. So it's not yep. like she has a lot of dating experience, if you will, because mm-hmm. she was with him. They got together. They had three kids. And mm-hmm. anyway, um, that just sounds like a lot. It like, does. It sounds like a lot of poems I don't want to read. One hundred percent. It that if that was the marketing um, strategy, I don't. I'm not buying it. Well, you know, there will be an audience for it. But to me, I never like reading anybody's poems or journals when they've been going through therapy. I've come across my own notes. Oh, and it's oh pretty. Oh, my gosh. My mom saved every letter I wrote her. Oh, yeah. But Who try to do some of your 19... journaling after oh, you've gone through I've therapy. Thrown out. I've yeah. thrown out a lot of things. Yeah. Because... I don't want to know. Yeah. You're like, wow. I used I to was think really, that way. I was really something back then. I've got a good one for you. Okay. And this is a two-parter. Okay. Lance Armstrong, the old biker, the Tour de France guy that got ripped of everything, yeah. quit Stars on Mars yeah. saying, 
I'm not a social person. <laughs> well, he caught heat in the beginning, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, he did. He was very problematic with his. Th- his he he talked about. He said something very disparaging about somebody. Just conversation about somebody who's trans. He's a guy of a certain age who's also a privileged white guy who mm-hmm. got away with cheating for years and years mm-hmm. and years and years. But he's going to be the pearl clutcher and the moral authority <laughs> on everybody else. <laughs> I agree. And all these uh, younger people were not having it yeah. on the stars well, tomorrow. And that's a touchy subject for a lot of athletes, no matter what your age is. Well, whatever, but Lance yeah. Armstrong... He's the person the, who shouldn't be saying anything about anything because he's a cheating liar. That's right, yeah. Julia. It's the wrong person the to wrong even be speaking about. Person he, Ariel, talk about Ariel, it. whoever her name was from Modern Family, and he just didn't get along, but he's having a really bad day. He basically said, you put... It's hard part for people to advocate for themselves when to make hard decisions, but I fully confess life on Mars isn't easy. Yeah, he didn't fit in. He just no. seemed like the crotchety old so guy standing off. on a lawn, get off, get away, get out of here, Cloud. Okay, yeah. but here's the big thing that happened to him today that's really oh. hurting him. All right. It's been in front of a federal judge, but the Lance Armstrong, Lance Armstrong must face the $100 million mm. lawsuit that the... Uh, for the U.S. Postal Service. So originally, um, a federal judge originally adopted the theory that Lance Armstrong gave U.S. Postal Service so much exposure because he was on all the cars and he was so popular and blah, 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 blah. And um, he, he said that they suffered zero damages. Um, it spent ne- nearly $33 million over the team of life cycle of his team to sponsor him. But they've, and he, Lance Armstrong's fight was this thing called benefit of the bargain, calculating the damage is against the market value and exposure that U.S. Post Office got Mm -hmm. on Lance Armstrong. I mean, I remember, because we were huge fans of this, and I remember, wow, that's pretty clever to get the United States Postal Service to, to endorse you. I thought, that's some... That's well, an interesting. I didn't know that they could have had money to pay people. Well, here's either did I. That's why I was like, this is so yeah. different. But ultimately, the court concludes that this can go on to a trial court. So Lance is having a bad twenty four hours yeah, on top of sure his is. already bad. Yeah, because he he spent some good money trying to get that thrown out. I mm-hmm. don't want to pay you back, and they're they're going to be able to get. They have a legal argument because he Remember, knowingly, knowingly frauded. Yep. Was and it, the lawsuit began in 2010 when yeah, former teammate Floyd Landis, uh, you know, started talking. A lot of people, you know, Lance was mean to Ed, Greg Luganis or mm-hmm. Greg, not Luganis, Greg Lamont from Minnesota. Mm-hmm. And he was just so such a bad guy. But I believed all of his smoke and mirrors. Yeah, I know. You we did. did for years in 2012 was the year that he just. Yeah. And then went on to the Oprah interview. That was a disaster. Mm-hmm. That was a disaster. People really need to think before they do those mm-hmm. sit down in interviews. Okay. Kanye West. He's yeah. walking around Florence eating ice cream. He and his wife or girlfriend are there. I guess he considers her a wife. They got married in a non binding ceremony. Sure. So legal. Okay. They're, and they're walking around Florence, both of them in their bare feet. Um, 
cannot imagine how dirty their feet are. But anyway, Kanye feels he's on the precipice of a big comeback. Bianca has been helping him with designs, and they think their fashions are going to be culture shifting. He was already, he's said too many bad things about Jewish people and other people for anyone to forgive him. People aren't going to buy it back in. Although Adidas did have a spike because they sold off the rest of their Yeezys. Yeah. Grant, you probably know that. Yeah, mm-hmm. they, they, their quarter two numbers were yeah. massive. But they, at least they had the guts to come out and say that it was because they had they their, sold the rest of the Yeezy the warehouses collection. that they had full of did Yeezys. Mark it down. No, they, no, 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 no. The people were buying them even they for were. higher prices right. because they're not going to be made anymore. Right. So but they, is, yeah. is Kanye's culture shift that he wants us all to be barefoot because and, and wear see through clothes gross. and he's wearing socks now too. He was into the water sock sport thing and now he's barefoot. He's he's delusional beyond. Yeah, people want to wear shoes. Yes, it's it's dangerous. Yeah, not to unless wear shoes you live in, in Hawaii or you're a surfer or you go, you've you, got some place where grass is around where it, it's barefootable. Uh, Florence is hundreds of years old. Lots of people, lots of animals, lots of food, tourists, lots urine of- happens. You know, in uh, this is not culture shifting because the Mm-mm. culture isn't going to shift to going barefoot Mm-mm. okay Mm-mm. we're still traumatized from the one time we had to run through new york city with our bare feet it's not fun it's not, not comfortable oh, oh we're it's just, not comfortable we're like oh i hope we don't step on any glass <laughs> oh, no. in the dark you know uh okay here's another one that i have for you oh i gotta get it where is it oh uh riley kehoe uh, in her Vanity Fair expose while filming this movie under the Silver Lake, which I don't think we've seen yet with um, Andrew Garfield. She said, um, how about this? Yeah, she said, I was in the makeup trailer. I was eating a granola bar <laughs> and I was about to shoot a scene where I have to kiss Andrew. And the makeup lady was like, are there peanuts in that? And I was like, I don't know. Then she ran away. And apparently Andrew Garfield Very. has a peanut allergy and they didn't. They didn't even know how the granola bar got on the set, how it ended up in catering. Because I guess when somebody has an allergy on the set, they don't have any food that is for that. And they had a kissing scene. Right. And no amount of brushing the teeth could have gotten rid of the peanut. How about that? And they're like, Riley. Yeah. We got to shut the shoot down today. (laughs) Oh, she probably brought it in on her own, maybe. No, it was part of the, you know, part of the snacks. Wow. I was like, oh my gosh. This makeup lady saved his life. No kidding. (laughs) No kidding. Yeah. You guys love Andrew, too. Oh, we really do. What's not to love about him? I know, right? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. All right. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back.